0: The Alpha Kings' Claim novel audiobook. Chapter 1 Prologue. Asterisk 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 is less than. Seren is more than. Paintings. I always love them. Whenever there was an art show near Manhattan, I make it a point to go check the artworks and possibly buy one or two or three of them. What I look for in a painting were the strokes the painter uses. The use of colors and how they blend in with the picture in general and of course the drawing i had always been a sucker for fantasy inspired paintings fantastical landscapes mythical creatures men and women wearing weird clothing oh yes i collected them all they had always reached out to a part of my soul that i had been guarding since i lost my parents they had always called out to a part of me that i wasn't sure what Maybe. My parents as painters could be the reason. They influenced my tastes after all. But deep inside me, I knew there was always something special about these types of paintings I couldn't quite figure out. One rainy day, I ran across an antique shop in downtown Manhattan about to be closed by the bank for bankruptcy. The different antique displays were spread all over the street in the hopes that some passers-by would still buy them. I caught sight of a beautiful painting of a landscape. Breathtaking it was purely, For lack of a better word. Out of this world. The painting showed a mountain range with its slopes covered in autumn trees. In the center of this mountain range. Just nestled on top the hill was a silver plated castle. The details were extraordinary. Magical even. I couldn't resist its call. So in the end. I bought it. Plus. I didn't want it to be wet with the rain. I wanted to give it a home. The antique shop owner, an old lady probably in her late 60s, was gracious enough to give me a discount considering the painting had smudges on the edges due to its aged state. I was kind enough to refuse it. If she was in bankruptcy, at least my full payment of the painting would help her in some way. May the magic be with you always she said with a smile as we parted i just shrugged my shoulders never really thinking much about her words i didn't know then it had meaning the first night the painting was with me i dreamed about magical creatures behemoths in the sky beautiful mermaids swimming in the ocean and fairies hiding in the woods the dream was lovely i didn't want it to end the second night i dreamed about the castle on the hill It was beckoning me, wanting me to go there. I woke up in the middle of the night panting, not knowing exactly what got me, so worked up. The third night, my dream brought me inside the castle. It was enormous with arched roofs and glass walls. In a blink of an eye, I was sent to a bedchamber. The sheets were covered with an embroidered insignia, a profile of what looked like an animal a wolf and around it were curves. Lines and symbols I had never come across. It was beautifully colorful. But what really captured my attention was the one lying on it. It was a man, and from what I could gather, the king of the castle, as he had a crown on top his head, screaming, "Almighty, powerful." Of course, that wasn't the only thing that made my eyes pop. It was a certain body part of his that stood like a rod, as if saying, "He told me." It was located down south really really down south lower than his waist and just between his thighs his right hand oh yes it was curled into a fist wrapping securely that body part of his like it was its second skin the thing that woke me up from that weird dream was when his hand started pumping and he groaned like it was the best fucking masturbation he had i had to take in deep breaths just to calm myself down one two three One, two, three, but I knew I was fooling myself. I felt wet, hot and bothered by it and I stayed like that for the whole day until the fourth night came. The dream didn't start with anything magical or downright erotic really. It was just me inside my bed, lying like a log, unmoving, yet inside my head, I heard an ethereal voice a woman's voice calling out to me to stand up and touch the painting. And like a puppet. I did. The next thing I knew, I woke up inside that castle as majestic bedchamber with the said king on top me. Chapter 2 Meet the King. Is less than arrow is more than. On his deathbed, my father gave the crown to me. But he let me promise that I'd get a queen in the next three days. Three fucking days, of course, considering he was dying and that I desired the throne all my life. I had to agree, but deep inside me, I knew I was lying. Fast forward ten years later, I still didn't fulfill his wish and not an ounce of guilt crept inside my head. I hated women, all of them in general, and that probably all stemmed because my mother, Olivia, the Queen of Fantion, decided to bed another man, lots of them, she had an insatiable appetite for all things cock related. My father's was unfortunately not enough. In the end, driven mad by jealousy and betrayal, he killed my mother. Only a few people knew about it and the kingdom was fed with false information that she died because of an illness. Lately, my ministers had pressured me into taking a queen, or at least own a harem that would cater to my sexual needs. Those ministers that did that they were six feet under the ground now. And the harem that they started. Well, let's just say my army was grateful to me. I don't have any phobia of women really. I simply abhor them and the entire kingdom knew it. Hence, most, if not all of the staff of the castle, were males. The female staff had to hide whenever I was near. Else they'd be beheaded on the spot. But don't get me wrong as king i am benevolent i am fair and i see to the welfare of my people be it of the opposite gender or not i just disliked seeing a woman inside my castle or even entertain the thought of having a queen so with that said you could say i was pretty surprised when a woman suddenly materialized under me when i was just about to drop myself into the bed our eyes met both wide with surprise and confusion She had her arms spread on each side, her chest rising and falling double time. Her legs were spread apart. I was in between it and I couldn't deny the brief press of my sudden erection against that fleshy part down her abdomen. At first, I felt disgusted. But the next second, I felt... No, certainly, it was just a play of my mind. Going back to the matter at hand, My hands remained paralyzed, not knowing exactly what to do. Should I shove her away? Should I bring her up from the bed while fisting that waterfall of brown hair? Or should I behead her as I would usually order my guards to do not like that ever happened to date? But a good demonstration to all my subjects would be a delightful idea to let them know I was truly a man of my word. Neither of my ideas actually happened, for in a span of two seconds my double doors burst open and in came my audacious younger brother elijah he didn't even have the gall to knock on my bedroom door and that meant he was in trouble over something only i could fix oh what do we have here i guess the rumors aren't true after all he said an amused tone in his voice clear i groaned this is not what you think glaring at the mysterious tongue-tied woman I stood up and pulled myself away from her lightning quick. At the sight of her two abominations breasts, I cringed. She wore a yellow chemise that left little to the imagination. I wasn't surprised. My horror of a mother used to wear a similar one when seducing her men. The said garment was almost see-through. The outline of her nipples was as clear as day. Her legs, widely spread to my horror, showed the smoothness of her inner thighs. Luckily, she wore a covering that hid that despicable part of her as a woman. I had seen such a covering before. What was the name of that thing again I heard from my soldiers? Underwear. Maybe this was a fashion the women of my kingdom used to blindly put men into submission. Maybe I ll pass on a decree to rid of such horrid thing. When our eyes connected again, she actually had the sense to look surprised and fearful. Not my first time really. All women I come in contact with be it a princess of some neighboring kingdom or a priestess would show fear in their eyes. They knew my reputation already. But this mysterious woman, from showing fear, actually had the audacity to frown at me in the next second. She covered her body with the available bedding within her reach and shot me a glare. What kind of prank is this? She yelled. I demand an answer. She demands an answer. I scoffed. What a bold but reckless woman she was. Her head had loose screws maybe. Did she not know I was her king? No, I demand an answer. Woman, the muscles of my jaw became taut. My eyes turned to slits as I stared at her glare head on. I am your king. You, however, are a nobody who told you to suddenly poof your way inside my chamber. Into my bed under me no less and demand an explanation suddenly she appeared lost for a moment her brows furrowing and couldn't speak my younger brother saw this as a chance to butt in i am not sure what you guys are trying to prove by acting as if you ray both strangers he clucked his tongue and grinned at me but it seems to me brother judging from what i saw earlier my problem is solved Just tell me you really like women and be done with it. I clearly saw both of you ready to fuck. You can't say I am imagining things. This is a prank, right? Tell me this is just a prank. The woman cried out, her voice shaky and desperate. Finally, she decided to leave the mattress and stood on the other side of the bed, a distance away from me and Elijah. I would have to order my attendants to change my bedding stat i was just inside my room she continued her eyes wandering from the room to us i heard a woman's voice she told me to touch the painting i didn't then suddenly i am here It is pretty much a goddamn prank to me she turned to elijah with another glare and then to me and continued who are you and who told you to do this i was beyond pissed with her demanding voice without thinking I crossed the room and went straight to her in purposeful strides. Woman! Nobody! I said as I neared her. I repeat, nobody talks to me like that. You are trespassing the royal chamber. You are disrespecting your king. You have shamefully stripped yourself in front of me. You have raised your voice to both two royals. Need I say more? For your transgressions, you will be beheaded on the first light of day. Fear crossed her eyes again. But it was only brief, because she suddenly burst out laughing. One that was belly deep in full. Oh my god. You are the best actor I have seen in my entire life. She placed a hand on my bare shoulder and patted me. Patted me. The goal of this woman. And the setting. Wow. The details of this room sure look striking she sashayed past me and then enthusiastically studied my kingdom emblem embroidered on my bedding wow she voiced out her smile stretching from ear to ear i was taken off guard for a moment her smile was disarming seriously what did you guys do huh rent the whole bloody hollywood for me who set you up i am sure it was jenny right my cousin can be theatrical sometimes What was this woman blabbering about? Elijah and I exchanged glances. Confusion swirling in our heads. Tell me this is just your ploy to make me think you still hate women. Brother. He mind linked. I tossed him a good. Stern look and answered. Minute no. As I said. She just materialized in front of me. I didn't bring her here and we were certainly not about to fuck. Minute. Wow. He shook his head slowly, looking amazed. Talk about a rip-off. He watched as the woman sauntered from corner to corner of my bedroom looking for who knows what. He tossed me another good look and I swear I clearly saw the cogs in his brain turning. Minute okay. I'll I'll take it from here. Minute, he told me. Grinning from ear to ear. Minute you just. Um, keep your mouth shut. She will to see you attractive if you keep up with your stingy attitude. What's that supposed to mean? I growled but he dismissed me, instead establishing a conversation with her again. It seems you have been misguided. Beautiful, this is not a prank. You are truly inside the king's chamber. If you so kindly look outside the balcony, you will see I'm telling the truth. Elijah gestured to the grand balcony I had left open and beamed a smile on her way. The woman seemed to consider it. She slowly moved outside, sweeping the long see-through curtains I had to the side as she walked past it, and then stood in the center of my balcony. The sight of her back with her straight brown hair had me swallowing a non-existent lump in my throat. I had never had a woman in my chamber before, even more so in my arms. To see her standing there in my balcony wrecked the normal beating of my heart. I hated it. Oh God, this is, this isn't real. She shook her head and then turned to face us again. Through the sheer curtain, our eyes met again. Hers was a mixture of more confusion, utter surprise and dread. Mine was all pride. Oh, but we are, I said, the tone of my voice turning low, predatory. So if you don't want your head cut off, you would do well to respect me." She gasped audibly, took a step back and tightened her grip on the bedding. My head, she murmured shakily, her face a painting of real fear. My. Then, I saw her eyes roll back. From where she stood, her balance simply disappeared. She was hurtling down the floor faster than I could react. But luckily. Before her head contacted the ground, Elijah was quick to catch her. He was known across the kingdom to be the fastest werewolf there was. Well, second to their king at least. Cradled by his arms, her head hung low. Her eyes squeezed shut. Whatever made her unconscious. I didn't care. It would be easier to dispose of her like this. My brother looked at me, displeased. It was the first time I had seen him like this brother don't scare her away please he said shaking his head she is my only chance at freedom what are you talking about Elijah I barked my brows nodding he looked surprised for a moment and then an amused smile reshaped the grim line of his mouth the council didn't tell you tell me what I asked nothing escapes my attention unless it was something I purposefully ignored Elijah T.S.K.E.D. and sighed deeply Father knew you wouldn't take a wife after his death despite your promise He started with that sentence alone I had a feeling I wouldn't like what would come next So, to solve that problem He set a limit to your kingship will kiss your crown goodbye if you didn't take a wife 40 days after your 29th birthday What? I bellowed The hell didn't I know this? My birthday was three days from now. For a normal man blessed with good looks and wealth. Forty days would have been easy to procure a wife. But to me, it was close to impossible. I prefer to go to war with the fire realm than woo a woman. Shit. You could only imagine how that sounded to me. My brother went on. His jaw tensing. I am the next in line to the crown. But you know I don't want it. Just thinking about the duties gives me chills. He looked back at the woman and as quick as a blink. His expression lightened. He smiled again. However, it seems the goddess has smiled down on you. Brother, the timing is just perfect. Look at her. She is your ticket to your marital problems. She is my ticket to freedom. She is my ticket to a big ass headache. I quipped. She appears to be clueless about where she is and who we are. My suspicion is, she came from a different realm. She could be anything and I don't want that. I cast a cold look at the woman and snarled. I don't need a wife. I don't need a queen. I've told the council that over and over again. But your kingdom needs an heir. Elijah replied. If you want to give them, who else will? You will, I answered without hesitation. You have a number of women in your lap. Elijah, you probably have a brood as we speak. Let one of your firstborns be my heir. And risk a rebellion. He frowned at me. Arrow, you are the rightful ruler. I am just your stepbrother. I am not cut out for this stuff and neither are my sons. He cleared his throat and shrugged his shoulders. Well, if I do have one. But that is not the point. As your royal advisor, i advise you to take this woman she materialized under you for crying out loud dosnti that means something i hate women i hate their guts i abhor their bodies i stated point blank if you want to help me fix this problem then I'll fix it on my own i am the alpha king of I'll overwrite our father's decree good luck with that then he snapped I rolled my eyes heavenward in response to his statement. Then I turned away from them and walked out of the balcony. Take her to the dungeon. She ll rot there for as long as possible. Welcome to download the Bravo Novel app. Read the novel The Alpha King's Claim online and get the latest updates.